Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach this evening. And today we are going to be talking about my most recent blog, The Pockets of Happiness. What does that mean? In life, we are looking for the golden grail of happiness. We are doing actions, going to work, looking for relationships, buying material possessions, and all of those things should lead to us to be happy. Now, does it? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And happiness is one of those far-fetched ideas that we think about. And we complain when happiness is not attained, when we get to that place. Our relationship is not exactly what we want. We are not excited to get up and go to work. And the things that brought us joy seem dull in comparison to what's out there right now. And I'm going to be talking about that in today's podcast. What is the pocket of happiness? And how can we fit in that pocket? Because it's important to understand that this pocket can be lived not just sporadically. We can make it a constant in our life, but it requires us to understand how to find happiness. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment and subscribe and be sure to share this video with your friends, family, because right now in our world, happiness is one of those things that are on the back burner. Everyone's in survival mode. And right now we need people to start to shift their mindsets and to focus on the good, the positive, what they can do rather than what they cannot do. When I was writing this blog, it was in conjunction with the book that I'm going to be having finished this year. The book is going to be talking about happiness. And I remember I was speaking to one of my mentors and I was telling him why I was doing this book and not a mindset book initially. And I told him, people look for happiness first. They don't look for change first. So if you're going through a hard time in your life, let's say someone passed away that was love and dear to you, maybe you don't have a job that's paying enough, so you're financially burdened. Happiness is one of those things that you don't think about. We are now focused on survival. How can I pay the rent? How can I pay the mortgage? How can I buy food to eat to take care of my family? And no one should be living like that. People should be able to find a balance between work, life, and family. However, it's not easy to get that done. Now, of course, you can get a coach, find that balance a lot easier, but how can you do it by yourself? And that's what we're going to be talking about today too, because the pockets of happiness are going to embellish the areas of your life that are good right now, not the areas that necessarily need work, because we do need work on a constant basis, on a consistent basis. And the pocket of happiness, today's blog is what we're going to be looking into. Now, if you know anything about life, it moves quick. If you don't pay attention, it's gone. Just that quick. You blinked and now you're 65, you're retired. And you look back at your life and you say, what do I have to show for what I've done in my life? And it's difficult to understand that one day that will be reality. However, when you're 65, you can look back with regret or you can look back and appreciate 
all the happiness, all the joys that you had to overcome, that you had to face, that you got to live. And it's difficult to look that far ahead and be optimistic on your future. But what I tell people is that they can go after whatever they want. And it's true. They can. Now, albeit, I always tell people as long as it is positive for the world. Now, if going after your happiness, is that a positive or negative thing for the world? It's going to be a positive thing. And the reason why it's going to be a positive thing is because if you are happy, if you are in a better place, guess what you are going to do? You are going to be a better member of society. You're going to be able to give more. You're going to be able to do more. You're going to be more productive, more ambitious. You're not going to be one of those people who just wait for tomorrow. We don't wait for tomorrow. We go after today. And that's important to understand. Because going after today allows you to go after the happiness that you always wanted in your life. And the pockets of happiness is talking about going after that happiness, but then paying attention to it too. For example, let's say you have a kid, you're a parent, you have a child, and during the beginning stages of development for the child, they're looking around, they might be crying, it might be stressful for the first year, maybe two years, but then something happens. Now the child is of interest. They're smiling. They're causing mayhem, maybe. But you appreciate it because it's that small pocket, that small window when your child is young and learning and happy and ambitious. That right there can be looked at and you can appreciate it and you can feel the joy that you're feeling. Now, even though that idea is a wealth of happiness, joy. Guess what? The moment something bad happens, you don't think about it anymore. Maybe you lost a job and that's all you can think about. Maybe you lost a loved one and that's all you can think about. And the mind is tricky. If we look at emotions, they last 90 seconds. They're supposed to last 90 seconds. That includes happiness. Happiness lasts 90 seconds. Anger, sadness, lasts 90 seconds. Now, of course, you can be in a state of depression and, of course, it's going to last a lot longer than that. But we're not talking about depression today. We're talking about happiness. So if if we can be sad for over 90 seconds, because we do it on a constant basis, we lost our job and all of a sudden we're sad for the whole week, the whole month. We're cursing the world. We're cursing our boss for the circumstance we're in. But the pockets of happiness is not going to be dealing with your circumstances. It's going to be dealing with reality. And the reality is you can be happy right now. So when you have an opportunity to find joy, whether it be when your child is young, on Thanksgiving, something good happens in your life. Understand that that happiness is going to last 90 seconds. But just like sadness, we can make it last longer than 90 seconds. Just like depression, we can make it last days, months, years. 
but we have to be focused on it. And that's what the pockets of happiness is. And this blog goes in depth to what happiness is, how to get it, what must be done. I am going to be talking about it, but this is a must read, the pockets of happiness, if you are looking for a change in your life. If you want to not accept your complacency, mediocrity, sadness, anger, hate, happiness cannot live in the same realm as those emotions. So you choose. Do you want happiness or do you want to feel all those other emotions? And I encourage you to choose happiness because that's going to be one of the things you won't regret if you chose to do something that makes you happy. And how do you do it? Just head over to revenconcepts.com, R-E-V-E-N concepts.com and go to the blog tab. Check this out, read it out. And once you do that, then we can begin. Now, how do we begin? This is after the blog. You read the blog. You have some data. You have some knowledge. How can we implement the pockets of happiness? Because the pockets of happiness, again, are going to be talking about how you can find happiness in your life right now. And it's all around. Maybe in your relationship. Maybe something you have. The life you're living. And it's easy to focus on what you don't have. I can't tell you how many people contact me and they say, I have this problem and I have that problem. And I say, okay, let's set up a session. Let's get started. And in those people who are complaining all the, about all the things they don't have, about how their life is so difficult, have to shift how they think. I say, hey, I understand. Life is a challenge. It is difficult. But that is what makes life sweet. So instead of looking at these challenges as obstacles or as negative facets in our life, let's start to look at what we do have, the positives. And once we start to do that, our mind starts to go down a positive direction, the direction you want. Because the place that you want in your life can be reached. You just have to understand how to have your mind primed to get there. And I like to think of it as a car, a vehicle. If you don't give it the gas it needs, guess what? You're not going anywhere. I remember one time when I was younger, I went to this gas station. It was a gas station that had terrible gas. It was filled with water. And I remember filling up my car with this gas, and it was not good gas. The car would barely move. My foot was on the pedal, and the car would not go more than 35 miles an hour. All the way down, pedal to the floor. The car can only go 35 miles an hour. The gas was bad. The car had to get rid of the water that wasn't helping it propel forward. And now I'm having to waste however much money it was for the gas because now I'm driving around town getting rid of this gas and going to a better gas station. Because I understood that having a vehicle that's not going to operate at 100% efficiency 
is no vehicle I want to be in. So I got rid of the gas. And in life, the symbolism to that gas is going to be all the things you don't need, the material things that only cover up who you really are, the friends who are toxic and anchors and don't bring you up and lift you up, all the worry that doesn't need to happen. It just makes you sad, makes you depressed, makes you heavy, difficult to move. So we shed all of those insecurities, all those negativities, and we focus on what we can do. And when we're doing it, we're going to realize when we're doing it, whoa, I'm feeling happy. Something happened in my life. And guess what? Now we can be focused on that happiness, that pocket of joy, that pocket of happiness. And it's there for us to look at. It's there for us to appreciate. But then something happens, possibly. Tomorrow, maybe we get bad news. And now that pocket of happiness can't be remembered. It can't be looked at. But guess what? Same thing with that happiness leaving. It can come back. Same thing with the sadness. It'll be there for a time. And then we let it go. That's what we have to do to our emotions. We have to take them and then let them go. They're not there for us to hold on and imprison. Because if you had a life right now of all the good, you won the lotto, you had a mansion, you had all the cars you want, you can eat wherever you want it in the world, you have a private jet to take you anywhere you want it in the world, you had fame status. What do you think that would bring you? You think that would bring you happiness? Now, people will say that they want those problems. They want the rich people problems. But if you ever look at the rich, if you look at their life, they're just as unhappy as some people. They just have a little bit more worldly possessions. So they're living in a big house, but they feel all alone. They're in a relationship with someone who makes a lot of money. Yet they have to drink and take drugs just to get through the day because they feel empty on the inside. The lifestyle that people live is not all glamorous sometimes. And even the jobs that we put a negative stigma on, plumbers, trash collectors, delivery men and women, we might look at those people as, oh, they just have a run-of-the-mill job. Then we look at the NBA stars. Oh, I want to be an NBA star. I want to be a Hollywood celebrity. I want to be in movies. I want to be a model. Now, what's the difference between the two? There is none. One offers a picturesque perfection that we look at and we say, wow, I want that. And then we can look at a job that might not be down our alley and we say, ugh, this person or this person is nothing. So we're judgmental in the sense of what is happiness? Because happiness doesn't have to differ because of your occupation. You can be a garbage man and you can be the happiest person in the world. If we look at Gandhi, if we look at Mother Teresa, people like that, they gave abundantly. And even though they didn't have much, they gave whatever they could. And if you see them, 
the smiles they had. Biggest smiles I've seen. And you have that smile too. You have a joy inside of you. And you just have to take off all that dirt, all that sand you've been thrown on it. Bearing your own happiness for the sake of complacency. For the sake of attaining a life that doesn't bring you joy. And we have to focus on these pockets of happiness because they are going to be the things that help us realize happiness is all around us. We don't have to be happy occasionally. We don't have to be happy when something good comes into our life. Right now, we can appreciate what we have and we can say, this is what is making me happy. Now, with that being said, what if you want more in your life? Are you happy now or are you happy then? Big difference. Because if you're happy now, you might say, well, I don't need to get something else in my life. That's fine. But if you're placing happiness at a destination, that's looking at happiness wrong. Because now you're saying, I cannot be happy until I get this. And if you know anything about what the mind is, negative. And negative weighs you down. So as long as you're going to be negative, thinking in the negative type of thinking, happiness is in the future for me, guess what happens? You're weighed down. And it's going to be difficult to reach your goal. Not impossible. Difficult. More difficult than it needs to be. Now, if you focus on happiness, what it is today, what it is right now, you will make further progress, further progression towards the person you want to be. Can we do it alone? Yes, you can. For me, I didn't do it alone. I got a coach, I got a mentor to help me understand who I was. And I didn't get one, I got multiple for different viewpoints to try to understand who I could be, who I was. And I encourage people, if you're not where you are, where do you want to be? And if you want to be someplace where a coach can help you, it's a no-brainer. You want someone who's going to help push you, who's going to help elevate you quicker than letting the world dictate when that happiness will come your way. Again, happiness is available to everyone. And happiness is void of opinion, is void of prejudice. How you feel on the inside. Pockets of happiness. How can we get those pockets of happiness to be forefront in our mind? Paying attention to those 90 seconds when happiness shows its face. So when your child runs up to you and says, Mommy, Daddy, I love you. Smile and start counting. And count past 90 seconds because once that 90 seconds is over, what do you do? Carry on with your life. You might go to work. And as you are leaving, your spouse says, I love you, have a good day. And I filled you with joy. As soon as you get to work, now your boss says, hey, we need to have a conversation. We need to talk. Brings you into the office, says it's not working out. And you're out of a job. Now you're faced with the reality. 
How are you going to take care of your family? How are you going to take care of your child? You're not thinking about that smile anymore in the same manner you did in the morning. It's different. It's survival now. How can I provide for my family with money, scarcity? Those negativities weigh you down. What would happen if you said to yourself, I'm going to remember that smile and I'm not going to worry about the job that I just lost. And you focus on that smile and keeping that smile there in your life. That's going to be more powerful than worrying about what happened to you. The world is filled with victims right now. We don't need any more. We need people to rise up and accept the challenge and happening to be the result if you can accept the challenge in a positive manner. If you can understand that you can choose to let the world dictate how you should be living or you choose how you should be living. I encourage people to find their pocket of happiness and to embellish that, prolong it, use it as fuel for your mind, for your life, to get to where you want to be. Now, where you want to be doesn't mean they're going to be any happier than what you were. And you might, right? You might be happier, but happiness is capped, especially in monetary. They say after, I think it's $75,000, happiness kind of stops elevating to a drastic level. And it doesn't mean that if you make it less than $75,000, you're unhappy. It's just, it's just statistics. So we could be a statistic. We could be another person just living in the world and unhappy because someone did something or someone doesn't operate under our sets of beliefs. Now, if someone came up to me and they were super negative, they were angry, they hate, they were hateful, prejudiced, it would have no effect on me. I am in complete control of my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. And having control of those allows me to make sure I can focus on whatever emotion I need to be focusing on. So what emotions do you want to focus on? Maybe it's happiness. Maybe it's love, affection. Maybe sadness. And there's a time and a place for your emotions. Understand that. If you lost a loved one, of course you're not going to want to be happy. Now, you could have a set of happiness on the side saying they're in a better place. They're not living in pain anymore. But the sadness in our soul, it weeps. We do have to appreciate it because that lets us feel the joy of life. And The Pockets of Happiness is a wonderful read. If you're just tuning in, you definitely want to stay in touch with who you are, who you're becoming and then realizing, will this bring you happiness? And that happiness is brought along the way. It's like going to the well, dipping your bucket in the well, and now you have a bucket of water. And that bucket of water is going to be your happiness. That well wasn't happiness, the water was your happiness. And wherever you bring that bucket, because you have to carry it to your destination, You had happiness all along. Happiness wasn't at the destination that you are going to be watering the garden 
or cooking for your family. It was that bucket of water that you always had with you. What happens in the world is people spill their bucket along the way because they're in a rush to get to where they are. And by the time they realize that they got to their destined place, their goal, the bucket is nearly empty. They didn't appreciate what they had. They didn't appreciate the happiness that was already in their hands. Don't let the happiness slip away. If you're new to the channel or just tuning in, make sure to like, subscribe, and to share this video with whoever you can, family members, friends, coworkers. We do want the world to start to move in a different direction. We want people to start to be more inclined to choosing better, more positive happiness in their life. And it's not only looking at the world in an optimistic type of way. It's looking at a real way. We can have this in our life. It is not something that is far-fetched. It is possible. And we have to believe it's possible. So the more we share, the more we tell people about what is possible in their life, then they're going to start to go after it. And that's what I aim to do. I will see everyone on Wednesday for another episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.